Living in the rising sun, the land of bamboo, Tengu, and Gundam like Yo, can't believe I finally made it, my two re-celebrated Golden Week, hold it down with my show I'm your host, John Sensei, and today, like every day, I'm breaking down, answering questions, and teaching you the Japanese language. Today, as I do every single Sunday, I answer questions that I've received throughout the week from people that uh, want to learn Japanese, how to use Japanese, and anything fun that I come across in the Japanese-speaking world. This week was actually fairly interesting, I think, and I I try to come up with interesting topics to talk about on Sundays with people because I it's kind of more of my free day really to kind of talk to people about Japanese language and kind of gives me kind of freedom to do what I want instead of having every single day being the strict this grammar point, this grammar point, this grammar point. And so I really enjoy coming to Saturday sessions, Sunday sessions after kind of winding down from the interview. I really enjoyed, first off, yesterday's interview with my friend Lindsay from Lindsay Does Languages. She does a great job. She's a really, really sharp gal. Um, And though we only did the interview in English, I think it was a good opportunity for people to hear how to learn language and get some really good hacks for studying the language itself. Um, so if you haven't checked out that interview, go ahead and look at it. It's on um, it's episode like a 191 or 192. We have over like 250 like episodes almost already. It's crazy. And it's just going to keep getting better. This next um, coming up in May, we're going to be doing some fun things. So I can't tell you about it quite yet, but I do want to get some people excited about it. Um, however, today I did want to talk a little bit about so, and answer some of the questions that I received this week. Um, a couple of questions were in regard to the 30-day challenge, so I'm going to answer those first. Some people are wondering if they can start the 30-day challenge and how much it costs. It is free. The 30-day challenge, um, just go and check out the 30-day challenge. It's on my website, manga-sensei.com. Every single day you do one um, little tiny lesson with Japanese grammar, and you learn about 20 words, and you can start learning Japanese from square one and just kind of working your way up in the language. Um, that's going to be hopefully rehauled here in a little bit just to kind of make it better. None of the sounds or grammar points are going to change. Just want to make it look prettier on the website. So go and check that out. It's manga-sensei.com slash 30 days, days with an S. Make sure to put it on there. So that's those are the first question I had. Just make sure you go through and try to get those vocab words every day. Twenty Under 20 words, usually about 18 to 17, I think, is the average. And it helps you get a good foundation in Japanese. And the reason we do it as a challenge, I think, is important too. I don't think that someone can learn how to speak Japanese in 30 days. I don't. Um, but I do believe that they can build themselves a foundation to learn Japanese and start having a conversation and start learning how to learn it so that they can start talking to you. You know, if you actually do speak to someone every day in Japanese and start learning and write, you may be able to start in 30 days. But I mean, heck, you could learn how to play and write over to Japan if you have to. But I think to actually have a, hold a good conversation, you need a little more than those grammar points that I provide for you. But it does give you the baseline that if you were to go to Japan in an emergency situation like a month, you could get around and be just fine and figure out and have decent, very, very basic conversation. I'm not trying to teach you to be fluent in four weeks or anything like that. Um, the next one I received, um, this last week, um, we talked a lot about suffixes, and we had some questions upon the organization of the Among Us Today podcast. The organization is kind of right now how I feel. Um, I try to teach things in kind of groups. Last week, we did suffixes. Before that, we did kanji. A couple weeks before that, we talked about um, ancient Japanese bungo and the and the bases and things like that. But it's, uh, it's kind of a good opportunity for me to really... Um, find out what my audience is looking for and that's why I don't go in any order because a lot of my audience is higher level a lot of my audience is also lower level um this next 
week we're going to be doing some really fun stuff. Um, some people were asking about video. And um, we'll hope we're working on this now, hopefully going to be getting on YouTubes here. Um, we're trying to get, we got a new camera, we got some equipment. So if you checked us out on Instagram, you could see that we put up a sneak peek that was only up for 24 hours where we did kind of a sneak peek of what it looks like to be uh, with the podcast will somewhat look like when we put some video on there. We're going to have some really fun things coming up on there as well. Let's now get to some of the grammar questions that people had throughout the week that I can answer for you. There weren't a lot this week. It was all pretty simple, signing up for the 30-day pod, 30-day challenge, and whatnot. So let's check that out. The first question I have is about adjectives. I'm asked, um, you say that some adjectives don't need des at the end, but sometimes when I read, I see des at the end of an e adjective. So for people that aren't familiar, e adjectives or any adjectives and with the Roman letters, a-i, i-i, o-i, and u-i, kawaii, kakoi, furui, and etc. Um, now this is true. So how this works in Japanese is that the i on the end gets omitted and changed into conjugation when you turn it into an adverb or if you were to change um, make it into past tense, for example. Kawa, no, furui, furukata, right? It change, takes the e, comes off, and you conjugate it. What that e actually does is it goes back into old Japanese, and that e actually a- acted as adi. And that adi, I believe, was what we, similar to not, it came from ni aru, became nadi, right? So that's where the old Japanese came from. But the adi basically acts as des. That des, so put it, by putting two des there, it's redundant. However, you will see in modern day Japanese, because they ventured off from what they did back in the Meiji period and before, was that they've kind of added des now to simply be polite. So sometimes you will see the Japanese wakai desu ne. That des is simply trying to make things more polite than it would be otherwise. So it is redundant. However, it is also not incorrect anymore. Um, however, if you were just writing a paper, for example, or a letter to someone, and you said, ah, That by itself, because it is an e adjective, does not need the des to be a full and complete sentence. You can simply have it be there by itself, okay? Um, if you have any more questions about that, you can feel free to message me as well. Okay, um, we're at we're on all the socials. You can find us, the Manga Sensei. The next question that I have is about plain form noun. Plain form noun. So when I say I mentioned it on the podcast and want to know more about what it was. So plain form noun is what is referred to in a previous episode as the shushike. The shushike or the len yoke, I believe, in the old Japanese. It basically means base three in Japanese. Either way, you cut it, okay? So base three in Japanese is u. So if it was a godan verb, it would be something like kau, which means to buy. And if it was a ichidan verb, which is an ei. I-R-U or E-R-U, which would be something like taberu. Um, these verbs, what you're basically doing with them is you're simply going to end them in U. So taberu or nomu, both those are base three verbs. What plain form verb does is that you're simply going to connect it to a noun right after it. So if I say, um, sushi ga taberu hito. Sushi ga taberu hito is sushi, is something I can eat, right? The sushi, everyone loves sushi. Sushi ga, the particle ga to be the person, to be the action or the thing that we're talking about. And then taberu is to eat, person that eats sushi. 
So by I'm putting it in there, I'm basically making everything before the noun is being modified by everything before it. So I can do a very, very long sentence and then I could put a noun at the end and everything that I'm talking about is modifying that noun. Now that may sound funny. Say a person that eats sushi, um, we would say more likely in English someone that can eat sushi, but that is modifying the noun. We're talking about the person. So I can make a whole long sentence. For example, I can say, Someone that listens to this podcast all day. And now in English, I'm putting everything behind it, but in Japanese, I'm putting everything before the kata or the hito, and that could be for ever. That could be for anything that I'm doing. I could be. The, the recently the car that I saw got in a, that got in an accident. And now I'm talking about that car. I now talk about that, and that makes it everything that I'm modifying. Now, how is this different than putting it with an adjective like an E adjective? The difference is, is I'm not just I'm modifying the adjective, but I'm not describing the adjective. Let me elaborate. If I say kawaii neko, that is a cute cat. I've modified it, okay? It's describing the cat. The cat is cute. However, in if I were to modifying it like this is the cat that my mom, my mommy bought me. Um, that would be modify. I'm modifying the cat differently there. I'm simply describe. I'm I'm modifying what I'm talking about there for the cat. If that makes sense, they both work very similarly. They both can work. This is basically what you're doing with um, not adjectives because not adjectives, if you think about it, aren't really adjectives at all. They're kind of their own thing going on. That's why in Japanese they're called keodoshi instead of simple keyoshi, and they need a da to be followed after them, just like a noun does, but they can be modified before a noun, which is very, very interesting. And we will answer one more question here. This is from Jacob. Jacob asks, you mentioned a lot of anime and manga that you like to listen to and watch to in a couple episodes ago, but what music do you like listening to for Japanese? Um, listening to Japanese music to learn Japanese, I don't believe is extremely effective because there's a lot of nuance in the language and sometimes they don't necessarily make complete sentences. So it can be misleading if you are to kind of formulate your language creation around um, songs. However, the study of songs, once you're at a more intermediate level, can be useful. However, there is quite a bit of music that I do like to listen to that is Japanese. I do like, um, for example, like One OK Rock. I like Mr. Children. I like Bump of Chicken. Um, I like um, some Yui, which I think is fairly common. Um, let's see, what other Japanese music do I listen to? Um, I recently started listening to um, referred to me by a friend by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Uh, they're they're fairly good so far. I'm not huge into them, but not, not quite my style of music. Um, to be frank, my style of music is uh, might surprise a lot of people. I actually really really enjoy metal. Um, I listen to a lot of metal and punk music. I'm a big fan of uh, kind of things all over the place. I also like rap. Um, so um, my music isn't exactly run to the podcast, but um, if you do want to catch up some really interesting and good Japanese music mixed with some with an American flair, is my man Gizmo. Gizmo is awesome. He's a YouTuber who also makes music. He is legit. The guy does kuro. Kurokauchi. Kurokauchi is where he talks about life in Japan being black um, with one of his friends, and he has a great podcast that he's hopefully going to be coming up here with soon. Come on, Gizmo. Nandia shitoru na na. 
Um, he's got a great podcast that you can check out hopefully soon, but he also has a wonderful amount of YouTube videos um, that, are, that, are, that are really great, so you should check those out as well. With that, though, I will sign off. I am out of time. Um, if you have any questions for me or for any member of my team, whether it comes to Japanese pronunciation, you need help with homework, you don't understand how something works in Japanese, you can always connect with us at manga-sensei.com slash info. Or you can go to the manga-sensei.com webpage and go above and click contact. We answer everything really, really fast, usually within less than an hour or two, um, with always within the day. And then if you have a really good question, we'll always put it up on the podcast if that is all right with you. Um, thank you to all the people who said kind things to us this week. We always we get a lot of fan mail um, to people that are that are very happy with the podcast, people that are learning things from it, people that are starting the 30-day podcast, the 30-day challenge. Um, hopefully that will be up by itself here soon as, a, as kind of a separate podcast that people can just continue to learn from, um, which will be really, really fun. With that, though, I will sign off. And remember, Mina-san, もし日本語でペリペリになりたいならやはり間違いが必要なんです間違いしないと進歩ができないから一緒に間違いましょうその間違いが起こして早くできる早くできれば起こしてペリペリになりましょうそれでじゃあまた私にゲットワークするみません